What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. On his way to the end zone. I'll tell you what, that was a spectacular play. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. What a play! Off to the races! some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath, and Ben. It is time for your Friday or Saturday mailbag, depending on when you watch or listen to the show. Welcome. I am Adam Azer with Jamie Eisenberg and Chris Towers, and we have got big-time running back news. It looks like Alvin Kamara. Good chance he misses the game. Same with Clyde edwards elair probably not going to play. Same with the top two New England running backs. We're going to rank all of the backup running backs, all of the replacements, uh, based on what we know right now at 2, 2.18 p.m. on Friday. All right. Haven't heard from Chris Towers in a while. Hey, Chris. Hello. How's it going? Oof. It's good. It's good. I mean, I guess I'm just waiting to see which running back I'm going to be excited about because there's a lot of uh, a lot of potential. What a year for zero RB, Jamie. Um, What a year for zero RB. Uh, really, I mean, I've never, I cannot recall a year like this. Has it been good for zero RB? I think so. I mean, it just the amount of streamable running backs there have been week after week. So which which of them have been good though? Uh, you know, for a full season. That's no, a, no, no. Oh week well, week Eli Dennis Mitchell. Johnson. Who? Dearness Johnson. Dearness Johnson. Eli Mitchell's Mitchell. Been good for the season. Yeah, you know, a guy, a guy like Daryl Williams has been fine. Chuba Hubbard yeah. was fine. Uh, you know, good enough to plug in if you lost your running back. Um, but does that outweigh the starters who have been good? Well, no, that's not the point. But I just think that, you know, it last well, year... Well, you guys also have to take into account, like, the fact that, like, Cooper Cup is the top wide receiver. by yeah. I mean, the top player by a mile so far. And he was someone that you could easily get in the you know, fourth or fifth round in a lot of drafts. And so, you know, depending on how you built your team there, you know, it, it, it kind of all depends on which players you took. You know, if you if you went zero RB and like I had a lot of Chase Edmonds as my RB2 in a lot of leagues. And, you know, that's been up and down. It was good early on, but you know, overall, I think that's going to end up being a loss. So, well, you know, wouldn't I, you I say think, the the receivers drafted later have been better than the running backs drafted later? It's not a, okay. Sorry. What I meant was, what a crazy year with all of these running back injuries. I feel like it's much worse than ever. You got like a theme you're going for, and we just shot a whole new theme. No, I, but I'm serious. Like Devonte Booker's another one. I forgot about him. You know, 
uh, you could have easily just gotten by with waiver wire running backs this year in a way that I just don't really th- think you could have in previous seasons. Maybe I'm wrong, and it's hard. Well, to I mean, there's there's only been guys, stuff. but it, it it just like Chris brought up Cooper Cup. Like, so if you if you did go heavy RB early, whatever you want to call it, um, and you ended up with Cup or Pittman or uh, Debo or Mike Williams or Marquise Brown, like I feel like there's a good counterbalance to the receivers that were drafted late as well. I, I just mean, it's been a really crappy year for <laughs> running backs. There, there do seem to have been an inordinate number of injuries at running back Crazy. And, and guys losing their jobs. I mean, you look at like the top 12 and in ADP and about nine of those guys have been really good slash active, you know, like Christian McCaffrey, He's been really good, but he hasn't really been there for most of the season. Uh, is Dalvin Cook a disappointment right now? Yeah, I don't even yeah. think he's. I don't even know if he's a top twenty running back. Yeah, they have three rushing touchdowns as a team, which is wild. That is um, wild. And like Antonio Gibson was number eleven. That's not working out so well so far. But you know, I, I think it's like once you get to the RB two and three range, is when things really kind of get ugly. Like. Clyde Edwards-Elair at, at RB14. Yeah. David Montgomery at RB16 hasn't worked out so far. Chris Carson, Miles Sanders, Josh Jacobs, Javante Williams. Yeah, um, that's what I mean. That's why... That's why... My Forget about the zero RB thing. I just met... What a year for streaming running backs, folks. What a great Let's talk year. about this more. Yeah, let's do it. Well, yeah, because let's rank these running backs, all right? So here are some of the guys that might be pushed into starting roles this weekend. Mark Ingram... At Tennessee, Dearness Johnson at New England, possibly Devin Singletary at the Jets. Daryl Williams. Yeah, this might be one we have to cross him off then. Daryl Williams at Las Vegas. Uh, I'll probably take Eli Mitchell off this since he's an established starter at this point. Brandon Bolden against Cleveland or JJ Taylor against Cleveland and maybe Carlos Hyde against the Colts. Hopefully not. Optimistic there on James Robinson. So if we were to no, I'm going to leave I'm going to leave Devin Singletary on there, but I'm going to remove Elijah Mitchell. And you tell me who first who's the best in this group? Ingram, Dearness Johnson, Singletary, Daryl Williams, Brandon Bolden, Carlos Hyde. Dearness, Dearness. Yeah. Okay, who's the second best? Uh, if there's no Zach Moss, it would be Singletary for me. If there is Zach Moss, it would be Mark Ingram. Yep, I think that's the case. Okay, who's the worst? Bolden, Hyde. Uh, Hyde would be the worst. I think Hyde would be the worst, yeah. But you at least know if, if Robinson were out, Hyde is going to dominate the touches. You really know with Brandon Bolden. Yeah, that's Definitely. the thing I'm struggling with. Like, they haven't really given J.J. Taylor much work at all. I think he had nine carries in week seven, and that's the only game that he's had more than four touches, I believe. So, obviously, that's difficult because it's been a four-headed backfield for most of the season. But what they're going to do has been... I think one of the one of the trickier questions this week, and I think it's going to be Brandon Bolden as like the lead back or at least the better fantasy back because of the pass catching. But I'm not 100 percent certain. Pass catching will help Taylor. I, I did bring this up earlier in the week. There was a game where it was Stevenson inactive. Damian Harris played, got hurt. Taylor mm-hmm. and Bolden were both healthy and Taylor got more work than Bolden did more carries. I think he had nine. You said, Chris. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. So those are some options for you. We'll see if they come up in the questions from the Apple podcast 
uh, reviews or from the mailbag from fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Sunday, we kick off the second half of the season with an NFL on CBS doubleheader with the early games featuring the Browns battling the Patriots, backup running backs, and the Saints taking on the Titans, backup running backs. Later, the Seahawks are on the road in Lambeau for a meeting with the Packers. Oh, I should have put I should put Alex Collins on that list too. As always, the day begins with JB Coach Coward, Nate Boomer, and Phil on the NFL Today NFL doubleheader action coming up this Sunday on CBS. And I didn't even bother with Adrian Peterson and the Titans. All right, so let's say Chris Carson was oh, out. Of you. Yeah, sorry. If Chris Carson's out, would you start Collins or Daryl Williams? If, Without if, if, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, definitely Daryl Williams. Yeah, I'll go with Daryl Williams. All right, how about Brandon Bolden or Alex Collins? Bolden. I think I would go Collins. Okay. Let's get some more news and notes here. DeAndre Hopkins, game time decision. Kyler Murray did practice on Friday, so that's boding well. Expect him to play? Uh, yes, and take the under on any rushing prop you could find for Kyler Murray. I oh, mean, he only has, I believe, 38, car- 38 yards over his last four games before the injury uh, on the ground. So, Because remember, there was that... He had a shoulder issue, uh, like in week four or five, I think, that that... You know, last season we saw him stop really running when he injured his shoulder. This time it wasn't as serious, but it, it does seem to have limited his rushing production as well. Okay, I'm going to see if I can find that player prop. Very curious to see what it is. There will be none right now. Oh, then I won't look. Yes. Chris Godwin is going to be a game-time decision. Logan Thomas almost certainly not going to play. T.Y. Hilton is going to play. And Cam Newton almost certainly not going to play. Here we go. Apple Podcast Reviews. Thank you very much for your Apple Podcast Reviews. You're doing a better job of actually leaving a review and not just a question. And we appreciate that. Please let everybody know why you like this show. Did you see uh, Cam's comment about DJ Moore? No. He said, when he left me, he was Simba. I don't want to say he was Mufasa right now because that's still me. (laughs) That's pretty good. Yep. He also said something very telling. He said, quote, I will have something I've wanted. I have I will say something I've wanted to say for a long time. Keep pounding. Keep pounding? That's their that's their motto. Okay. I thought he was gonna say something from the Lion King. <laughs> Hakuna, I'm gonna say something I haven't said for a long time. Hakuna Matata. That would have been good. All right, Canadian well, he Zach. Up, he held up DJ Moore. <laughs> yeah, somebody photoshopped that. I will save you. <laughs> Canadian Zach has Jalen Hurts, Austin Eckler, Najee Harris, A.J. Brown, Chris Godwin, Travis Kelsey, good team, Miles Gaskin, Antonio Gibson, and hot garbage for a bench. I want to go all in this year, so I was thinking of trading Gibson for Cordero Patterson. But the problem is I can keep Gibson for five years if I don't trade him. (laughs) I need you to decide my move because I want to win the league. I've played in for 10 years. I've come so close before, but I've never won. Do I trade Gibson and hope for the best or keep him and Godwin and Eckler for years to come and hope for luck in the future? I would make the trade. Um, I know it hurts to give up players that have long-term appeal, but I wonder if Gibson's ever going to be the type of player that you're saying is a slam dunk, top 15, week in, week out starter. He's mm-hmm. going to probably end up being one of these guys that's like a back-end starter if he keeps the job, and it wouldn't be surprising if they replace him. Um, and that's and that's the thing is when you're talking about a guy like that, 
there's no five years. Like if Antonio Gibson isn't a top 15 running back, he probably doesn't have value two or three years away from now. You know? Yeah. All right. So make the trade. Yeah. I mean, look, you don't want to take yourself out of a position to win. And you're in that position right now. Okay. From Drago, 1064. Jamie, do you have a Drago t-shirt as well? I see you're wearing a Mr. T-shirt. Mr. T-shirt. Uh, this is this is more of an A-team Mr. T-shirt, not a uh, okay. Rocky Three Mr. T T-shirt. Mr. T. Do you say Mr. T T-shirt or I think just Mr. T-shirt works? Okay, twelve-team full PPR redraft. I'm in must-win territory. I'm three and six. I give Eli Mitchell, Tyler Lockett, and Dallas Goddard. Okay, give Mitchell, Lockett, and Goddard. I get Waller. Oh, man, all of that for Waller? You're giving up too much there. Does he say who his tight end is or is she? Well, he's giving up up Goddard with Eli Mitchell and Lockett for Waller. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, no. No, no, no. I mean, he still has a good team. He doesn't even necessarily need to – no, you can't do it. It's too much. No, he said something on the show the other day um, about consolidating players, you know, at this time of year. mm -hmm. Don't do it when you're doing something like this. Yeah, it's too much. All right, from me619. Hey, Billy, Tommy, Zach, and Jason. Who are they? Oh, I feel like I should get this. Billy, Tommy, Zach, and Jason. Okay. I'm in an eight-team league with deep rosters. I made this trade. I'm at seven and two. I gave up Zeke, Godwin, and Keenan Allen. Zeke, Godwin, and Keenan Allen. I got Kelsey... Jacobs and Mike Williams and Harold Landry. That's I guess it's IDP. Um, what do you think? See, Godwin uh, in for Kelsey Jacobs Williams and Landry. Don't love it. Yeah, but the question is: is where's Godwin's health at? Like, if this is something that's significant, which it doesn't sound like it, but who knows? Then that would sway it a little bit for me, but. I mean, you're giving up a little bit too much. Yeah, you're giving up three must-star guys, and I think you're only getting one must-star guy back, especially in an eight-team eight-team league. I'm not sure Jacobs or Williams is a must-star guy. I must right. confess, I don't know how good Harold Landry is in IDP. He's very good. Um, I guess. Well, I, I I think maybe taking into account that it is an eight-team league, is he even starting Godwin or uh, who was the other receiver? Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. I mean, they're both top 15 guys for me. Right. No, no. I, I don't disagree that they're, they're probably starters, but it just, you know, you never know what you have with that shallow of a format. Harold Landry is, it looks like he's about the 15th best linebacker so far. All right. Moving on. Next I think question. Those were, those were Power Rangers, the original oh. American Power Rangers. Well, then I don't feel so player. bad about not, no. not knowing them. All right. Uh, you watch Power Rangers. I never watch Power Never. Never watched. I mean, I've seen it, but I never watched it. You know what I mean? Like you no. can, you can't. You can listen, but you can't hear Jimmy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. All right, half PPR, three receiver dynasty league. Oh boy, Titans practice on Friday. You ready for this? Yeah. This who was missing? No Ryan Tannehill. No Julio Jones. No AJ Brown. Well, Tannehill's got an illness, but he should play. Yep. A.J. Brown, I thought he practiced in full on Thursday. I don't know what happened here. He did. I'm sure this is just his name. Yeah, he's been getting alternating days off. I think D.K. Metcalf's had a similar approach in practice. Yeah. So 
Well, they're the Hopefully same player. Is probably not going to play. Uh, okay, uh, by the way, we have a question. Is Kamara officially out yet? No, as of Friday, no, he is not. But we do have a report that he that they are preparing to be without him. All right, anyway, we're, we're at Dynasty League 6-3. and three. Should I trade DeAndre Hopkins and get Hollywood Brown and Brandon Ayuk? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, this hamstring injury could be a problem for a while. And if they continue to win games, they're going to be cautious with him for sure. I, tra- I think I told you this, Adam. I traded uh, in a keeper league where I can keep Hopkins. I can't keep Stephon Diggs. I traded Hopkins to get Diggs uh, because I was concerned and I have a team that can win now. So, yeah. Well, um, and just Diggs might just be better than Hopkins. Brown might just be better than Hopkins right oh, now. Oh, I, I, I mean, for my situation, it's a little different because I can keep Hopkins. I can't keep Diggs. So uh, yeah. I was giving up the long term sure. for the short term. So we'll see. But it, Speaking generally, with Hopkins getting like a 23% target share, he, you know, he would need to continue to score at an incredibly high rate to be a top. I mean, I don't think he's a top 15 wide receiver this season, hmm. even in points per game. All right. From Choop, give me two Javante Williams, Antonio Gibson, Brandon Bolden, and he had Devontae Freeman. So I guess Hopkins pick- is 20th in points per game. Wow. Picked, yeah. I mean, it's tough when he played so little in the yeah. Packers game. Uh, Javante Williams, Antonio Gibson, Brandon Bolden. Pick, what are your two favorites there? Uh, Javante and Bolden. Uh, yeah. From Bro Leary, one, two, three. Dear Tommy, Paul, Harrison, Tyler, and Nolan. And Nolan. Oh, I know them. They're Cardinals, right? Uh, right? Cardinals Gold Glovers, I believe. Oh, okay. Grade the trade. Three receiver, half PPR. I give James Robinson and Brandon Ayuk. I get Joe Mixon. Hmm. He doesn't need Ayuk. I like this if Robinson's injury is significant. I like it. I'd rather have Mixon. I'd rather have Mixon than Robinson, wouldn't you? Yeah, Yeah, but I think it's pretty close if Robinson's healthy. It's just a matter of what Brandon Ayuk you're expecting to get. But he doesn't need Ayuk. Huh? He doesn't need Ayuk for what it's worth. So then, yeah, that's a good trade. All right, from Core two one eight six twelve team. I'm the commissioner of a twelve team league. Our trade deadline is November twentieth, and our playoffs start on December sixteenth. Should I change the trade deadline? Not now. December sixteenth. I don't know if I said November. Um, I mean, you could probably trade. I, I don't know. That's one th- in-season thing you might be able to do that nobody's going to care about. But why that- do it, though? Because he's starting the playoff. I, my guess is it's always been November 20th, and he's mm-hmm. asking, given that we're starting the playoffs a week later, should I push back the trade deadline? Yeah, so I, I'm i commissioner in one league, and we kind of never talked about the trade deadline until it passed last week. And... We both we mostly just agreed like nobody really realized that it was coming up and so we all just generally agreed we'll just extend it a couple weeks and give people a chance to to make moves. There you go. Yeah, I mean, nice as long as everybody's aware of it, then that's fine. Yeah, don't just do it arbitrarily. All right, Rhett seventy one. So I'm in a PPR league. Would you trade Kelsey and Ayuk for Pitts and Metcalf? Hmm. Yes, I think I would. Yeah. You'd rather have Pitts and Metcalf? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's just the the downgrade from Kelsey to Pitts is pretty significant for me. Yeah. It yeah. is. But 
I mean, with Wilson back, I do think Metcalf is back to being a top 10 wide receiver. No, so, no. Keep going. What? Keep going. 12? No, no, lower. 17. That, that, I mean, better. Uh, Top 10 mm, makes sense. Come on, keep going. No, top 10 is fine. Th- top three? No. Oh, Metcalf? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tom. You think he's top three rest of the season? I mean, look, it was a bold prediction I made. I don't remember when I made it. Has uh, he ever had a stretch two. where he's been a top three wide receiver more than like a few games? I would say first half of this of the season <laughs> last year. I would say eight games. <laughs> I like how you phrase that. Has he ever been a top three wide receiver for more than a few games? So what's what's the stretch? <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I understand what like, he's saying. For like an eight-game stretch or something. Okay. Yes. Yeah, maybe last year. Was there was a two-game stretch he was a top three wide receiver. <laughs> but has he ever That's had any impressive. special games? <laughs> Let me see, actually. So Metcalf, first eight games of last year. Where is my Metcalf note? Well, anyway, yeah, he's top 10. It doesn't matter. I'm just messing around. Um, well, first of all, he was number six last year for the year. So uh, I don't have what he was in the first eight games. But he was on pace for 86 catches, 1,576 yards, and 16 touchdowns in 16 games. I'm going to I'm going to predict he was top five because he finished sixth last year. Uh, I just, I'm just excited. I'm just excited for the, for the Seahawks. I'm just having fun. Hey. Uh, uh, all right. So from young Mart, Hey, Freddie, Ozzy, Dansby and Austin. I know them. They're even better than the Cardinals. They're the Braves. Yeah, those are lead singers of classic rock band. <laughs> That's good. Uh, what the heck should I do? Uh, what should I do with Kareem Hunt? Should I trade him? And if so, for who? Um, hmm. another what running back you can take Kareem Hunt for. I think I now, listen. Based on what I've I've seen from just listeners interacting, I think that there's there are a significant number of people out there who think Kareem Hunt is maybe they're right. By the way, top twelve to fifteen must start guy and someone worth getting and stashing. I'm I feel like he was overperforming, and I just don't mm-hmm. think he's going to be that when he comes back and we don't even know when that's going to be but i think you could get um an eli mitchell or something for him i guess the approach would be is if you know depending on what your record is if you're you know in trouble you need to win immediately then you look at the team who's you know first second place in your league and say here's this guy that could help you be a difference maker and eli mitchell's a, a a good guy to target maybe james robinson now that he's banged up is a good guy to target um I don't think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire probably is worth it, but you know if you if you want to buy into him playing now, sure. Um, you know those those caliber of running backs, I think is what you're looking for. Now receivers, you could probably do something different because there's there's a lot more options. So you know maybe it's even a package deal. Would you would you say would you trade Kareem Hunt for Mike Williams? No. Um, I would probably aim higher, but. I've seen some wacky Mike Williams trades recently. So oh, <laughs> you've seen one. How do you know how many I've seen? Uh, I know the one you're referring to. <laughs> All right, uh, from Brian one eight nine. Week ten advice: bench one wide receiver. Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. Oh, you're not going to like this question. This is tough. Devontae <laughs> Adams, Tyreek Hill, Deontay Johnson, Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin. Bench one. Whew. Uh McLaurin. Jamie said McLaurin. I think I would be benching. I think I'm benching Deontay. Among the, oh, no. <laughs> Man, I don't know. Maybe Keenan Allen. 
I really like Terry McLaurin this week. I think it's going to be a, a really, really good game for him. Let's go. I hope you're right. Uh, no practice for Alvin Kamara. Not looking good. And Nick Chubb out for Sunday's game. And That's da- weird. David Bakhtiari. I guess was that? Nick Chubb must, not have, must still be symptomatic then. Because he should still have enough time. But I guess if you're symptomatic, you have to wait for 24 hours until you take your first test, I think is the way it works. Or 48 hours. I have no so, idea. Yeah. Well, he needs two positive. He needs two negative tests within 24 hours apart. Sorry, uh, yeah. which means he could do it Saturday and then Sunday and play. Or yeah, that's... but if he's if he's still currently symptomatic, right. yeah. All right. Well, he's out, and it's a good it's good to know because if someone tests positive early in the week and they are vaccinated, it's still now a, a pretty much a certainty that that player is not going to play, and that should yeah. help you in the waiver wire going forward. And most importantly, it seems like Nick Chubb is. Doing okay, just not going to be able to play this week. Uh, last one from Apple Podcasts. Are we dry? This is from Mo in Canada. I wonder if that's the Mo from Nickelodeon Guts. Remember him? Remember her? No. Yeah, probably. Does, does he say Mo Canada? No, but it's a Mo. Mo is a her. Sorry. Does she say Mo Canada? No. No? No. Uh, are we dropping Julio Jones for Elijah Moore or Rashad Bateman? Uh, I do it for Bateman. Um, I think I'd rather hang hang on to Julio. Well, who cares? We're on to the fantasy cops. Send in your. Well, who cares? Com- wow. <laughs> who sent in your commissioner Come on. That's issues? From Mo Canada. What's Mo Canada? What is what is that? Oh Canada, Mo Canada. Oh, Mo Canada. I get it now. Sorry, sorry. I was thinking about all those. Mike Williams trades. All right, this is from Imagine T- giving up Tyler Lockett and Dalton Schultz for Mike Williams. He doesn't like Tyler Lockett, and he doesn't need Dalton Schultz. I think he only did it because he had just called Mike Williams a buy low, and Heath kind of put his feet to the fire a little bit. What league was this in? What FFT? was it? FFT? <sighs> Annoying. <laughs> the model of consistency, Tyler Lockett. All right, anyway. From T-Bert, a series of events have occurred while making trades, and it has become complete chaos for our league. But I will address the latest event. Our commissioner has a trade pending where he sends Odell Beckham straight up for Tyler Lockett. I, for one, was against the trade and wanted it to be balanced out with pick compensation or at least another player. A couple other of my fellow league mates jumped in agreeing for a revision. Our commissioner argues... How can you tell us how to value players more than others? It's not up to you what someone is worth. Beckham hasn't been fantasy relevant all season and been sitting on the bench all year in this league, and who's to say he becomes anything equivalent to what Lockett is? We were then told to pound sand pretty much and that the trade stands. With that being said, my question is, where is the fine line? Yes, I believe people should be able to make the trades they want, but at what point should fantasy trade value play a part in making the decision to veto a trade? Should the trade stand? Is the commissioner right, or does something need to be done? This is so easy. Uh, the trade should stand. Yeah, of course. It's not that egregious of a deal. I mean, what, what happens if Beckham, uh, you know, we've said this a lot the last couple of days. What happens if he's what Antonio Brown was last year? So not the heights of what Lockett is, but also not the floor yeah. uh, might be better. And so, you know, I, I, I think first off, to answer the one part about that, you know, how do you value players? Well, you know, we have somebody on our site that does trade chart. 
and you can look at Dave Richards' trade chart and say, okay, here's a basis of comparison. Um, this probably is not the trade to do it because he's not an Odell Beckham guy. So, uh, well, I guess he's also not a Tyler Lockett guy. So I'm sure the value for those guys will be low, but there's, there's some value system. You can look at uh, rest of season projections, you know, that, that Sportsline does for us. And that can give you a basis of comparison to where these guys are. Um, or you can, you know, just do it yourselves, you know, have, have somebody, you know, rank these players you're in your own leagues and see how it comes out from a consensus. Mm-hmm. But I don't think this is an egregious enough trade that you veto it by any stretch. No, and, and I have, uh, <laughs> go ahead. With all, with all due respect and all love to our guy, T-Bert, pound sand. <laughs> as the commissioner says. Uh, listen, I have, I have something I want to say. Three veto. I have three veto fantasy cops here, because we deal with this. We deal with this all the time. And I'm not one who says no. You can't veto anything, but you can't veto this. It's got to be something crazy. So this one, I think, was easy. You're asking. You can veto, well, you can veto trades for sure. They just not just because you think it makes one team better. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's got to be. And we're gonna get more egregious as we go on. So. Good. Love when Adam gets egregious. That's not. That's not the fine line uh, to answer your question, T-Bird. I think the song is getting egregious with it, right? Getting egregious with it, yes. All right. This is from Jeff. <laughs> we are in the na-na-na-na-na-na-na. We are in the 13th year of our league. 10-team half PPR. I am the commish. The following trade happened in our league. A team tied for first traded away Chase Claypool, Cortland Sutton, Kenyon Drake, and Dallas Goddard to the last place team who is all but eliminated from the playoffs. Okay, gave away Claypool, Sutton, Drake, and Goddard to the last place team. In return, this first place team got Chris Godwin, Chris Carson, Javante Williams, and Ty Johnson. Pretty much getting the three best players in the deal. The only real big gain for the last place team is that they did not have a tight end, and now they have Dallas Goddard. The issue at hand is, after some digging by some of the league members with the last place manager asking why in the world he made this trade, it was revealed that included in the deal, the last place manager was receiving a few free rounds of golf and a case or two of beer. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't even have to read the rest. The problem is, the trade's not even that bad. It's pretty bad. This is what I'd be pissed about. Well, no, it's, it's not that bad, bad, but it's like you're getting one surefire starter in return while potentially losing three. You're not surefire starters, but you're potentially losing three starters in Claypool, Sutton, right. and Goddard. Well, and Clay, and Clay, the only guy. When was the trade start. executed? I don't know. Because Claypool is obviously in a different scenario right now because sure. of his injury. But if, if it's prior to his injury, uh, I mean – yeah, I don't think that the, the the best players are come completely from the other side. I think it's one like Chris said, it's Chris Godwin. Okay, I, we don't know about Carson. Like he might play, but it also sounds right. like he might be one wrong hit away from not playing. So you don't even but think I that? Don't get, oh <laughs> that you know, obviously, like obviously, you can't. Yeah, this now needs you to get to, reversed to, immediately. Yeah. And then there was an addendum. It was he said the last place team got an eighth round pick next year in the deal. We're a one keeper league. Uh, and the first place manager swears the additional items were included as a joke and didn't affect the deal. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, if, if they weren't a joke, then you kick, kick the first place manager out of the league because you have no business bringing anything other than fantasy football into the trade. So, Adam, the, the, the dinner uh, gift cards I sent you? <laughs> 
I haven't made I've made almost no trades this year. I I fleeced one poor soul. I gave him Jameis Winston. He gave me Robert Woods in a two QB league, but uh, that was Chris. That's it. I think I've, that's the only uh, trade I made. It's so sad. I'm trying. I'm trying. All right. I, I, I just made a up. trade yesterday. Chris did. Was that? Yeah, I I shouldn't have. Derrick Henry <laughs> losing Derrick Henry in the yellow league. I mean, I gave up a third round pick for uh, Devonte Freeman essentially in the dynasty league, which it's too much, but. I was hoping, like, I lost Derrick Henry. I have very little running back depth, so I need a guy, you know? And I'm trying to win this year. Look good in the first quarter. Might just leave One the more. league if I leave the cha- win the championship this year, so. <laughs> uh, all right, well, don't ask Heath to find a replacement. He, he won't enjoy that task. Jason from It'll a you. city east of New York. Well, not. A city east of New York. <laughs> London. Oh. Okay, London, yeah. I would love your help with a dynasty trade that just went down in our league. A non-competing team has traded Miles Sanders and their 2022 first-round pick to a winning record team for Adrian Peterson, Tyler Boyd, a 2022 second, and a 2022 fourth. All right, so the bad team gave up Miles Sanders and a first, got back from a winning team, Adrian Peterson, Tyler Boyd, a second, and a fourth. The uncompetitive team has now said that they thought they were trading for Antonio Gibson and not Adrian Peterson. Oh. And wants the trade reversed. AP's headshot does still show him in a Washington uniform for, from our site, on our site. However, the other manager doesn't even have Antonio Gibson. Oy. So we're in year one of our Dynasty League, and it is both managers' first time doing Dynasty. Can you please help rule I'm team hashtag no veto, but this appears to be an honest mistake that may have hurt the balance of the league. I think if you know the person and they legitimately made an honest mistake, then you veto reverse the deal. Yeah. And it's it's so egregious that it had to have been an honest mistake. I told you we were going to get more egregious as the show went on, but, but it's not, you know, it's, it's, if he just wanted to make that trade, then it's not that egregious because he wanted to make the trade. It's that he made a mistake. All right, but okay, fine. So let me stay on that then. If someone traded Miles Sanders and a first-round pick mm-hmm. for Adrian Peterson, Tyler Boyd, a second and a fourth in a dynasty yeah. league, you wouldn't... That'd be a really bad trade. You wouldn't veto it? If they, like, this is the problem, is like how much hold, hand-holding are we supposed to do here? I'm just, Okay, you have a vote. Let's say you had a vote. Would you vote to veto or no? I wouldn't. I would. <laughs> I would vote to not have vetoes. I don't like vetoes either, but like Dynasty is a little different just because, you know, you, the tanking that goes on in some of the trades that you see. Like, thankfully, we haven't had anything that bad in, in our Dynasty League with the two guys who are tanking, well, one and a half guy who is tanking. Um, and so we haven't had to deal with that yet. But I mean, if Heath made such a lopsided deal, I would probably say something. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Should Roger Goodell have s- stepped in when the Texans traded DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson? You gotta be. You gotta allow the uh, yeah. But there's money involved Houston there. Texans though. of your league to to mess up. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for your fantasy cop submissions. We're gonna take a quick break and read your emails at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com when we come right back. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles. 
chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back here on Fantasy Football Today, welcome. And this is from Matthew. We're going to fly through these emails here. From, uh, oh yeah, from Matthew, I said that. By the way, this one, guys, comes from Matthew. Matthew says... Matt? Yep, if Kamara's out, pick a running back and a flex. Ingram, Dearness Johnson, DJ Moore. By the way, this email was from Matthew. Oh, okay. uh, well, Steve, I think the answer would be uh, Ingram and uh, not DJ Moore, Dearness Johnson. Yep. All right. From Bill, I need. By the to- way, uh, since you have, I believe, Adam, you shaved this morning, right? And now you already have. No, I shaved. Yes, I shaved Wednesday. Um, we got a question on the Tuesday night stream that the two of you guys bailed on. Uh, that who has the best facial hair? on our shows so uh i voted heath one because of the mustache chris two dave three me four and adam five i only have one problem with that and that was chris should be one Heath. well heath is the most creative with his facial hair so going with the mustache now here's the problem heath is a much more a much better looking guy than i am he's got like a chin and like defined facial features. I've just my I've got a round face with no chin. So if I don't have a beard, I look like a baby. Or like a shoulder with eyes. Shoulder with eyes. yeah, what we said was that when your beard is like fully grown, which you're on your way there, um, that it's it's definitely better than Dave's goatee. Uh, Dave Dave's goatee is so like I would signature. I would say iconic in the fantasy industry. Everybody right. knows Dave's good. <laughs> By the way, speaking of iconic in the fantasy industry, uh, next Friday, I get to make my case for Dave for the Hall of Fame. Hey, all if right. If he does not get in, he does not get in. If he doesn't get in, what's the point of having a fantasy football Hall of Fame if Dave Richards not in it? Uh, it's it's ridiculous at this point. Um, it's it's a big process, and you know he's uh, he's beyond deserving. So I hope my fellow voters will uh, vote him in. I'm also making the case, which I was pleasantly surprised to see. The nominations just uh, were, were released privately today, but I will share this one. Uh, that our former colleague, David Ganos, uh, got two nominations. Hey, cool. So that was, that was fun to see. Um, but Dave's iconic uh, goatee mm-hmm. should It'll, be his Hall of Fame bust. Yeah, well, yeah, goatee. absolutely. Just, just the, goatee. the goatee. Absolutely. Just the goatee. Yeah. And glasses. Goatee and glasses. <laughs> All right, here from, here's from Bill. You're going to make me late for my show with Jacob Gibbs again. So uh, I need two running backs and a flex. Eckler. All right, I'm going to stop there. I need one running back and a flex. Eli Mitchell, Dearness Johnson, Cortland Sutton, Jeff Wilson, Adrian Peterson, Mark Ingram. Mitchell and Johnson. Uh, I didn't hear the question, but sure. 
Well, okay, I'm going to narrow it down. Pick two of these three. Mitchell, Dearness Johnson, Mark Ingram. Uh, Mitchell and Dearness Johnson. Okay, so it's Eckler, Mitchell, and Johnson. From David. Sounds like a law firm. Grade the trade. Grade the trade. Uh, sorry. Give Pittman and Dalton Schultz. Get Travis Kelsey. This is a 14-team, three-wide receiver league. He will still have Cup, Metcalf, and Renfro becomes his number three receiver. Oh, man. I don't know if he's in the spot where he can make a, a two-for-one trade where he's giving up two starters, but in a vacuum, I love the deal as much as I like Pittman. Um, uh, so it's Pittman man. and Schultz for Kelsey. Yeah, that's tough in a 14-team league with his bench, though. There's uh, got to be some receiver that the guy with Kelsey can throw back at you, just to help you. All right, so we're saying don't do it, C-? minus. Yes, I have news yeah. for you, by the way. All right, what do you got? Nick Chubb. If you're going to tell me he's out, then I'm going to tell you to rewind the tape to 10 minutes ago. Well, it's just officially now. No, it's not. I got the it's, it's, I got the alert 10 minutes ago. Yeah, Adam, Adam did say he was out. I said it, buddy. Yeah, not putting you in the Hall of Fame. No. All right. Jeremy from an eastern Washington lake town. Oh, I have news for you, by the way. But is it from Matthew? No. What? Matthew's uncle. Uh, Pat Shermer will not be coaching I the Broncos see, offense. I did see that, yeah. All right, listen, honestly, I got to go. I got to do a show with Jacob. So I got to go give a presentation at Florida well, then Atlantic shut up and let me economics class. Really? Yes. Oh, that's cool. I would love to see that. No, uh, you wouldn't. It's going to be embarrassing. All right. Here's a question from Jeremy. <laughs> no, no kidding. That's why I want to see it. I have Mixon, Daryl Henderson, and Fournette. After next week, they're all done with their buys. How do you decide which handcuff to get for Mixon, Henderson, or Fournette? Uh, I would rank them Sony Michelle, Samaje P. Ryan, Ronald Jones. And you know what? Yeah. I'm reading his team. Like he should drop, drop, handcuff all three if you want. Drop Chenault, Jacoby Myers, and Tyler Conklin. You yeah, can. that's fine. All right, from Christopher. I went that's against consolidating your roster in a good way. Yeah, I went against Lamar Jackson, Devontae Freeman, and Justin Tucker last night. Before the game, I was projected to lose by a lot, so I was going with some hail marys like Fryermuth, Judy, and Ayuk. Should I stick Those with aren't hail marys? Should I stick with them? Or go for the safer guys like Hawkinson over Fryermuth, Antonio Gibson. Yeah, no, it's, that's it. The other guys that he has are hurt. No, so I, the only decision is Fryermuth or Hawk. I would go Hawkinson. What is the format? I don't know. Non PPR, I'd go Fryermuth. PPR, I would go with Hawkinson. Half PPR, I'd go Hawkinson. This is from Brian. Brian. Is By the way, it was interesting earlier this week when uh, Dave, Dave was trying to prove a point on something. Yeah. And he went with half PPR. I think it's the first time he's ever brought up like a half PPR. It was, oh, he this half PPR tight end scoring. I that was, thought that was weird. You were like, you never do that. Nobody <laughs> does. I mean, I like it because, you know, we need to give the half PPR. No, I, I agree. It was good, but it was just like so out of nowhere. In half PPR scoring. <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. All right, from Brian. 12, 12 team half PPR. Uh, the team I'm playing this week offered me Mike Williams for Melvin Gordon. I like the offer, but I don't want to help him this week. He only has Kamara and Chase Edmonds at running back. <laughs> yeah, no, take your win. Don't don't make the trade. Don't give him a starting running back. Agreed. 
Okay. From Jimmy, should I drop Jalen Hurts for Carson Wentz? No. Drop who? Jalen Hurts for Carson Wentz. Ooh. Uh, Eagles still have their bye coming up, right? Yes. Colts are past their bye, right? Mm, yes. Yes. I would do that. Uh, from Colin, should I pick up Tyler Johnson or Jeremy McNichols? Who should I start? Hmm. Uh, Tyler Johnson. I think so. From Kyle, grade the trade. Give up. Ty- oh, hold on. I guess we should specify there. Sorry, Adam. Yeah. Uh, Ty Johnson, the Jets running back, not Tyler Johnson, the. Uh, oh, actually, I speaker, was right? reading. Yeah. You know what? My bad. He wrote Ty Johnson and I read Tyler. So it is Jets running back. We know who you're picking up, dude. Ty Johnson or Jeremy McNichols? So play it out. If Adrian Peterson gets hurt, does Jeremy McNichols become that much better or stay the same? Stays the same, I think. I would agree. If something happens to Michael Carter, does Ty Johnson become that much better? He becomes better. Yeah, I think he becomes better. Yep. I would rather have Ty Johnson. Okay, but it is for starting this week. I would rather have Ty Johnson. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, from Kyle, give up Tyreek Hill, Robert Woods, and Devontae Freeman. Get Kamara, Hopkins, and Julio Jones. Wow, Jacob Gibbs just tweeted how pissed off you. <laughs> give up Tyreek Hill, Woods, and Devontae Freeman. Get Kamara, Hopkins, and Julio Jones. I just so I get don't. Guys. <laughs> yeah, I can't with, the, with Kamara and Hopkins injuries, especially with how vague they've been about Kamara. The first... The first guy to comment on Jacob's tweet was Matthew. All right, from from Trevor. Dear Blanche, Sophia, Dorothy, and Rose. And he put that in parentheses, Dorothy is Heath. So <laughs> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I love that show growing up. Yeah, me Good too. Show. Reminded me of my grandma. She used to watch it all the time. 12 team non-PPR league, standard roster, uh, and three receivers. Uh giveaway Eckler. Get Amari Cooper and Leonard Fournette. It is non PPR. Needs a wide receiver. <sighs> I I think you do it. It is a three wide receiver. Oh, no flex though. So not necessarily a deeper lineup. I think I would do it. Okay. But I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Okay. I like it. Eckler's not really worse in non PPR this year. Right. He's scoring a lot. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for watching. Have a great weekend. I have to go. Jacob's mad at me. Wait, wait, wait. Matthew just has another question. Goodbye. Goodbye. CBS Sunday after the equalizer. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. It's the season finale. Everyone's looking for something. Of Tracker. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions and you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. CBS season finale Sunday after The Equalizer on CBS and streaming on Paramount+.